Welcome to the Making It Pod Course, a 30-day course for makers in business here on the Create and Thrive Podcast. I'm your teacher, Jess Van Den, and during the course, I'll be bringing you daily lessons on mindset, money, marketing, and business management to help you make it in the handmade business world. Every lesson is absolutely free here on the podcast, so make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. If you want regular updates and reminders via email, head on over to makingitpodcourse.com to register, and you'll also get weekly lesson summaries. If you're enjoying the course, please do share it with your Handmade Biz community in Facebook groups you're part of, at markets, and share it on your Instagram feed or stories. Please tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come on over and say hello. And the hashtag for the course is hashtag making it podcourse. If you want to take your learning to the next level, you can join me for the daily course conversation with hundreds of other makers in my private membership community for makers, the Thriver Circle. Head on over to thrivercircle.com to find out more about that. So you ready? Let's do this. Hey Thrivers, Jess here. Welcome to lesson 10 of the Making It Pod course. Today is about money again, as all the lessons are this week. And today I just want to talk about something that I think a lot of people don't realize about business, and that is you're probably not going to make any money in the beginning, and that's okay. So I've got a couple of quotes here uh, from Sally Ann Richards from Sally Ann. So she says, one of my struggles with money was the idea that if I didn't make money early on, the business would be a failure. No matter how many times you just say it's a marathon, not a sprint. And although I believe that it wasn't until I got a proper business mentor and he said in the first year or possibly two, it's about minimizing the loss, not making a profit. And that I really, that I really understood it. And of course, in the meantime, you have to live. Not easy without getting into debt. I'm lucky because we can live without my contribution. That goes on luxuries, holidays, etc. But for a lot of the circle, it's a definite issue. And to be honest, if I had to live off what I earn, I'd probably have car caved long ago. But being the personality I am, I'm determined to make it work and prove I can make a living. And I'm trying really hard. This will be my first year where the business is completely in the black with no loans and nothing outstanding. And Paula Richardson followed on from this. She's from Kitbag Crafts and says, I've really struggled to stick at trying to make my business grow and work to bring in enough income to live. I had no outstanding debt and borrowed nothing to start, but no investment at all other than fabric and supplies. And I already had pressure on me to go out and find a real job. And it's been huge pressure. It's put a strain on our relationship and without my mother's monetary support, I could not have continued this last year. I also understand that uh, this kind of business is indeed a marathon and so I need to be quite single-minded and push through into the second year to see some sort of positive trend. I'm totally uh, all over my figures and I can see an upward movement of profit, very small profit, to pay my bills, etc. I need twice as much profit as I'm currently achieving. Now I really need to laser target my activities and focus on the most profitable parts of what I do and drop the marginal uh, activities. I've been very lucky to have family support and if I hadn't had this I definitely would have stopped over a year ago and would probably be in a minimum wage job due to my age. So this is the reality and the reality is that you probably aren't going to make much money if any 
in the first year or two of your business. I certainly didn't. I think in my first year, I I didn't quite recover all my costs. Um, I think I covered most of them, but not all of them. I may have made a little bit. I can't actually remember. It was a long time ago. I know the two numbers, my expenses and my income for the very first year where it was just a hobby business uh, were pretty close to each other. And I thought that was pretty good going, really, that I managed to cover most of my expenses or if not all of my expenses. And really it is because in the beginning, especially when you have to invest the money in buying materials and tools, etc., it's going to cost more to set up your business than it is to maintain it. And of course, you don't have any um, clout. You know, you don't have an established business. You have to do the work to bring in customers. So that's why I wanted just to make it very clear, you know, that if you are not making money, as in making a profit or an actual income in the first year or two, that's not a bad thing. That doesn't mean that your business is going to be a failure. It just means that it's a normal business because that's the state that most businesses find them in in the first few years. Uh, I've pulled out a couple of statistics for you. Uh, In the long run, 40% of small businesses are profitable, 30% break even, and 30% are continually losing money. Uh, Having two founders rather than one significantly increases your odds of success because you will have, uh, you'll generally, these are general numbers, raise 30% more money, have almost three times the user growth, and they're 19% less likely to scale prematurely. 82% of businesses that fail do so because of cash flow problems. In other words, they can't pay their bills. these um, stats are from smallbiztrends.com. I've got a few other bits and pieces here for you. So about two-thirds of businesses survive two years in business. Half of all businesses will survive five years, and one-third will survive to 10 years. The longer a company has been in business, the more likely it is to stay in business. It's those first few years that are the hardest. So, you know, a rule of thumb is that you should reinvest as much money as possible into the business in the first year like there's no hard and fast rule here but it's common for small businesses to not make any profit for the first few years you need to be prepared for this you need to realize this is a reality of things and make sure that you are setting yourself up for success instead of failure and realize that if you're not making sales and money straight away that's perfectly normal it's not a sign that your business isn't viable so how can we do this well uh, a good way is to keep that day job you know i'm a big proponent of keeping your day job not just chucking it all in and (laughs) putting all of your eggs in the business basket you know if you're very young and you have no financial responsibility Sure, that might be feasible. And you also have financial support from someone else, like your parents or a partner or something like that. If you are in that position, you have more freedom to you know, get rid of a job and really throw yourself into your business and give it a red hot go full time. But for most people who are starting this sort of business that I've come across, who are um, you know, a bit older, who have families or even are in retirement, you can't necessarily afford to do that because you have things like mortgages and uh, 
bills <laughs> and fees and things that you are responsible for. So, you know, keep the day job. There's nothing wrong with that. I know um, a friend of mine who's very successful, Kath Young from My Bearded Pigeon, she to this day has a day job because she loves her day job. She loves it and it's a part-time job now, but she keeps it because she loves what she does and she doesn't want to give it up. And she actually hires people to do some of the making in her business so she can do that there's this weird idea that if you don't just do your business full-time you're somehow not successful and that is not at all true there's nothing nothing wrong with having a full-time or a part-time job and running your business as well you know and or have a side hustle we're going to talk a little bit more about that in in a future episode this week so i won't go into too much detail about that but it's another option as well Uh, alternative and passive income streams is another episode another lesson coming up so you know make sure to build up your savings if you are going to really try to grow a business do it on the side at at first and have that support structure of a job where you can so that you don't have to worry about the financial stress on top of all the other stress of learning how to run a business and make sure to really focus on building up those savings so that by the time if you do want to quit your job you have at least six months worth of savings so you can live off that for at least six months you know don't believe this myth or this weird idea that's out there that you'll suddenly or magically make a lot of money straight away from your business that is not how business works you know, if you're in the position where you have a whole whole bunch of money to invest upfront in advertising and other marketing pr then sure your business might take off a lot faster in fact it probably will because you know businesses only grow if people know about them right so the more capital you have and by capital i'm talking about money and time because both of those are a form of capital the more capital you have upfront to invest in your business the faster it will be able to grow however limits on either of these things time or money will slow the growth of your business and this is why you need to be in it for the long haul which is why you always hear my mantra it's a marathon not a sprint if you are getting into business you need to be thinking long term you need to be thinking sure i might not make much money now but how can i grow my business so that i do get to the point where i'm making enough money or the money i need to be making do you have what what capital do you have more of do you have more time or do you have more money you know that work the day job set money aside from that job that you can invest in your business and that will help it grow faster eliminate unnecessary uh, or extraneous activities from your life that might be sucking up your time and invest that time capital into your business and it will grow faster because it's getting an injection of capital so Remember, if you're not making money in the first year or two, that doesn't mean you're a failure. Really, the businesses that succeed are um, quickly um, usually do so because they are picked up suddenly. You know, they, they get an early sudden feature somewhere really, really massive and powerful, which kickstarts them. Or they have a lot of money or time to invest in it, whether it's one person or multiple people. And a lot of the time it's because it's not the first business somebody has run. They know what they're doing from the beginning and so they're able to make a profit much sooner. 
you know, when I started Create and Thrive, I'd been running Ethereal for about five years. So I'd learned all the, the, well, not all the lessons, there's no such thing, but I'd learned all the basics and some of the intermediate stuff that meant when I started Create and Thrive, I knew how to do it properly so that it became profitable very quickly. And of course, it's not a, it's not a handmade business, so I don't have the materials costs uh, that I have running Create and Thrive. There are still costs, you know, I've got hosting fees and various software fees and the time cost that I invest in it, obviously, but it's a little bit of a different kettle of fish. So... Today's action step is ask yourself, how can I ensure the financial success of my business in the long term? Look at the long game. Don't get distracted by the here and the now. Look at how you can make your business financially successful in the long run and what do you need to do now in order to make that more likely so that you can become one of those one third of businesses that last longer than 10 years. Thanks for joining me for the Making It podcast. If you're enjoying the show, I would love it if you would consider sharing it with your community on Facebook and Instagram. Remember to tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come over and say hello. And if you want to take your learning to the next level and join me and hundreds of other amazing makers for the daily course conversation, come on over and become a member of the Thriver Circle, my private membership community for makers full of educational resources, workshops, courses, members-only podcasts, and regular live teaching events with me. I'm Jess Van Den, and I'll be back again tomorrow with your next lesson. Keep thriving, and goodbye for now.